Welcome to the National Vaccine Information Center's State Vaccine Laws and Exemptions podcast series. These podcasts are from previously recorded and referenced commentaries and articles produced by MVIC, a charitable nonprofit organization. Good evening. This is Sarah Gibbons of Health Freedom Florida. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. I have on this call with me Mo Van Hook, also of Health Freedom Florida. Health Freedom Florida is a grassroots group representing those that wish to retain their own personal sovereignty without governmental forced mandates relating to our personal practice of healthcare. We strongly believe that we have the power and responsibility to shape the future of all Floridians. Joining us today, we also have our amazing partners from the National Vaccine Information Center, also known as the NVIC. Speaking on their behalf today, we have Don Richardson, Director of Advocacy, Andrea, Director of Professional Relations, and Tony Crail, Florida State Director. The National Vaccine Information Center is dedicated to preventing vaccine injuries and deaths through public education and advocating for informed consent protections in medical policies and public health laws. NVIC defends the human right to freedom of thought and conscience and supports the inclusion of flexible medical, religious, and conscientious belief exemptions in vaccine policies and laws. The NVIC collectively has well over 100 years of legislative advocacy and lobbying experience. We are proud to have them by our side. We're gonna be talking about vaccine exemptions in Florida today and the new proposed Senate bill. And with that, I'll hand it over to Tony Crow. Thank you. The first thing up is Florida, Senate Bill 64. This terrible bill was pre-filed on August 2nd, well ahead of the 2020 legislative session that begins in January of 2020. This bill is sponsored by Senator Lauren Book. Senator Lauren Book represents the 32nd District in Broward County, and she's a member of the Democratic Party. SB 64 would eliminate the religious exemption to vaccines that are required for K through 12 public and private school children. It would also add a new section of law authorizing and requiring the Board of Medicine and the Board of Osteopathic Medicine to jointly create a medical exemption review panel to review all medical exemptions and ultimately to restrict them even further than they currently are. This means that not only will parents and citizens be denied their religious freedom rights, the Department of Health will now also scrutinize medical exemptions written and begin the process of taking control over that medical decision-making process. This policy negates medical freedom for both citizens and doctors. It negates the doctor-patient relationship, and it makes all healthcare providers agents of the state. It is very important that those who support religious and medical freedom get out ahead of Senator Book's effort to pass this bill. We need to get our legislators and like-minded people to get involved now. So there are four action items that we uh, believe will help with SB 64 with regards to the current landscape. So as Tony mentioned, um, 
we are out of session right now as this is being recorded. So we believe historically that these next four action items are of great benefit given the variables that we're in as well as the season and landscape. So I like to explain this as when we're out of session, it's very much like getting the ingredients to start preparing uh, your favorite meal or, or baking a cake. And then once January hits, things are really starting to come together and we need to uh, be unified and, and get ahead of this as Tony touched. So what we have found at MVIC is number one, one of four is to contact email and set up a meeting with your local senator as well as your rep representative to oppose SB 64 in that 2020 legislative session. And so the best way is to either schedule that in person or set up a phone call, as well as email your local senator and representative, as well as attend uh, local events. So again, we've touched on, as this is being recorded, we are out of session. So it's really important and you've got that time with your respective legislator or senator in your district to be able to connect with them. And then the easiest way to connect is actually logging on to NVIC Advocacy Portal and being able to look under the state item as well as then go to my state and be able to connect um, right within seconds electronically with your representative in your area. The second item would be to contact the sponsor directly. So contact Senator Book and again, express your concern, share your stories, share if there's a, been any discrimination against your family, why upholding the religious freedom is important to you or the unrestricted medical exemption. And there we have listed um, all of the ways, there's very unique ways now with, with the way that we're all connected 24 seven. You can follow her on Twitter or Facebook or email her, call, you can, um, try to again get that meeting as well as um, uh, email her. And then the third of, of the four items that we find where we are again in the landscape that would be beneficial is to log on to the NVIC advocacy portal and, and um, again, follow and review the bills. So what happens here is where we are as we're recording is things are cooking, things are happening. And so um, the best way is to start those communications. And then moving forward, come January, when we're back in session, um, is following along. We, we recommend two to three check-ins a week if you've got something that's concerning in your area and you want to stay on top of, for we are constantly updating um, meeting sites, times, and all those details uh, within within um, reason with regards to, in this case, SB 64. And then the fourth would be to share. It is very vital in, in the grassroots arena and what we're touching on here with SB 64 is that you share. And so again, sharing nvicadvocacy.org with your loved ones, your community, uh, folks of like mind, and be able to make those meetings, execute those emails, and get in contact. There is a very troubling trend, um, which is the way in which notifications from the Department of Health, from schools, the doctor's offices, media reporting uh, about vaccine requirements, how these um, notices are being conveyed. Um, they're going out and you're receiving them um, and they these forms are omitting important exemption, exemption information. Yeah. For example, 
Notices that all kindergarten and seventh grade students are required by law to have certain vaccines. These notices refer to the law that requires them, but they omit the part of the law that provides for religious exemption, and they do not provide information on how to obtain one. Without this exemption information, these notifications are misleading, manipulative, discriminatory, and they're unlawful. Another example is a new form DH8005-DCP-05-2019, which was issued by the Department of Health, is being presented for you to fill out prior to providing you with the exemption form, the religious exemption form, DH681. It also includes um, notating your refusal to sign this form if you choose, if you choose not to sign it. Now this form includes language that is defined as compelled speech. It states that by signing this form, you are saying and you agree that declining or deferring vaccines may endanger your child's health and, and life and that of the community. So this form and other vaccination notifications, um, they just create another layer to the already burdensome process of obtaining a religious exemption. The um, Florida law 1003.22 currently provides for religious exemption. The rules and guidelines for religious exemption process says that a request for a religious exemption from vaccination requirements must be presented to the faculty or school on the Department of Health's religion exemption form DH681. While the statute states that a parent need only present to the school a statement of the religious conflict. The rules and immunization guidelines um, says that form 681 is issued only by the county health departments and only for a child who is not vaccinated because of the family's religious tenets or practices. If a parent requests such an exemption, then the county health department staff must use that form and uh, the form must be issued upon request. No other information can be solicited from the parent or the garden. It's important to understand that since religious exemption is already provided for by law, a parent or individual does not need to ask permission for or be approved to have a religious exemption. It's not necessary for you to go to the county health department in the county where you reside. Since it's a state requirement, any county health department can issue this form. So these two forms here are the only forms that are required for exemption. The child's name and date of birth are required. The social security number is optional. It is not required. No other information should be collected. And if information is requested above and beyond what's on this form, you can say no. Thank you, Tony. So we want to do a little bit of a deeper dive here in regards to what's transpired over the last couple of months in, in, in reference to the health departments and these new forms. So um, we were advised back in July that individuals visiting the Florida health departments around the state just to pick up the religious exemption forms as they're rightly deserved to be able to do were being asked to have a discussion with a health department resource prior to receiving their religious exemption form. Well, this is a new behavior by the Department of Health and one of concern. 
We were also told that the health department resources are withholding the religious exemption form and forcing individuals to listen to them discuss the dangers of not vaccinating and are also seeking acknowledgement both verbally from the individual at the conclusion of their speech and also in writing. They then the resource still withholds the religious exemption form as the individual had requested and instead provides a form known as the vaccine education form. The health department is seeking individuals who request an exemption form to sign this document beforehand. And as Tony mentioned, refusal to sign the document, which is what you should do, is also being documented in the health department system. I want, want everybody to be real that this is absolutely alarming on multiple fronts. NVIC and Health Freedom Florida are very, very deeply concerned. So we took some actions. But first, let me do a little bit of an explanation about our constitutional rights here in the state of Florida. Specifically, that we have the opportunity under Article, sorry, Article 1, Section 12, which is aptly named Florida's constitutional right to privacy. And it specifically states, and I quote, every natural person has the right to be let alone and free from government intrusion into a person's private life. So I want you to be armed with that statute the next time that you go into the health department. And if you look at this next slide, I wanna take a minute to discuss this new form in itself. So I wanna be very clear, the vaccine education form, this new behavior that's transpiring within the health department is not required for you to obtain an exemption form. Don't be fooled. And additionally, this vaccine education form contains what's known as, Tony shared with us a little bit as well, compelled speech. And it also includes self-incriminating language. The form is disturbing and embedded with misinformation. And we all know that it's important to have informed consent about any medical procedure, specifically vaccination, or rather what I call inoculation. And that is not being done here either. If it were true informed consent, it would also discuss the dangers of vaccination. So as you can see on this slide, one section of this document in particular is most chilling and of grave concern. As you can see, the bottom portion of the form states, and I quote, I know the failure to follow the recommendations about vaccination may endanger the health or life of my child and others. Look, this form is an absolute overreach and we should not be fooled. It's fear-based propaganda driven language and appears to be an attempt to scare people away from requesting or following through on getting a vaccine exemption form. So if you previously filled out this form because you were led to believe it was required as a next step to um, what we, I'm sorry, as required by the uh, health department to get your religious exemption, the next step is going to be to contact the health department. And you're gonna ask for the form to be redacted and given back to you and in any information recorded from it, anywhere should also be deleted. And I also recommend that you put all of that information in writing. So in addition to that, I want you also to be armed with the First Amendment here in Florida, and it states Congress, sorry, the First Amendment of a Constitution, it states our Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech, which means Florida shots, nor the health department can compel or coerce any persons to engage in speech they do not wish to make because it's unconstitutional. So it's interesting, I wanna move on to this next slide. So once NBIC and Health Freedom Florida learned that this was taking place, we took action. 
we immediately engaged Florida Shots and Florida Department of Health and began communications with their legal counsel. As you can see here, we were provided the response from Amanda Bush. She's the Chief Legal Counsel of Florida Department of Health, which clearly states that this document is not required to receive any vaccine exemption forms. Amanda was also not able to provide any statute to support the activity that is happening within the health departments themselves. Therefore, Florida Department of Health has no legislative authority or regulatory authority rule that mandates this information be collected by the health departments in the state of Florida. So, do not allow the county health departments to overstep their bounds. If you or even allow them to put this information into our registry when it's not authorized by current law. We want you to be empowered, and I want to let the health department understand that what they are doing is not authorized, nor is their education encounter process. So feel free to share this document that clearly shows the Department of Health Chief Legal Counsel has stated that the education encounter document is not required for you to receive an exemption form. In addition to that, we also want to be uh, aware of any instances that you guys are hassled or you're not provided an exemption format request because you didn't comply with this new behavior of the health department. So please notify us immediately. Make sure you document the individual's name from the health department, provide the date of your encounter, and any other relative information. And we wanna know and we'll take action. I also wanna mention on a side note that discussions with Amanda Bush, the chief legal counsel, we also are pursuing requesting the Florida Department of Health provide legislative authority being used to one, require individuals to pick up their religious exemption form in person, as we haven't been able to find any statute that supports that requirement. Number two, permit the health department and Florida shots to collect this data in the public registry. And third, permit the health department to release this information to the public on their website in a map form as they are doing today. And if they cannot provide the statute, we are requesting they immediately destroy, delete all this information, inclusive of removing it from the current health department of Florida Shots publications, which are currently highlighting locations of exemptions. So please watch for updates by joining NBIC and liking the Health Freedom Florida page in Facebook. So in summary, you do not need to acknowledge verbally or in written form anything. You request the vaccine exemption form and nothing more is required of you. So our goal here is we want you to feel empowered, steadfast in your conviction when you enter that health department. Know you are there to protect your family. And no one can bully, mislead, or otherwise compromise your ability to receive a vaccine exemption. And Don, I'm going to take uh, hand back the session over to you for this next segment, which is critical. Thank you so much, Maureen, for your passionate and well-informed educational uh, a session on what people can expect when they go to the health department. I think being aware of what could hit you when you're there and knowing absolutely that you have the right to say no, just take my form and get out of there. I think it can do a lot for families to feel confident to stand their ground. So thank you for that. I would like to talk a little bit more in detail about the Florida Shots Immunization Tracking System. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Dawn Richardson, and I am the Director of Advocacy from the National Vaccine Information Center. And this 
this Florida tracking system is something that we have been involved with for several sessions in a row here. And myself as the director of advocacy for NBIC and my previous experience as a grassroots advocate in this area spans 23 years just for me personally on vaccine tracking systems. I am going to tell you right here and now, the health department is data mining your children's data and your data without consent or legislative authority. In the 2019 legislative session, House Bill 213 was passed and signed by the governor. The bill took an already dangerous and intrusive tracking system and expanded it. The truth is you cannot say no to vaccine surveillance in Florida, even though the health department claims it has an opt-out system. NDIC and Health Freedom Florida and numerous other groups opposed House Bill 213. What ended up passing in the final form still required someone opting out to submit an opt-out form to the department. So the very same people who are saying they don't want to be tracked are still being tracked by the health department just for saying no. It may not be in the registry. We don't know where it's being tracked, but you have to fill out a form and send it in. Language was also passed to allow for, and get this, the upload of data from existing automated systems. What that means is the health department can go into your doctor's electronic records and just take your data. Because this new law requires healthcare practitioners to report to the registry, your favorite doctor's performance vaccinating is going to be tracked as well. They're going to be tracked for is every kid vaccinated on schedule kind of reminds me of you know keeping track of who's been naughty and who's been nice the environment of finding a doctor willing to treat an unvaccinated or partially vaccinated child will become a lot more hostile like it has in other states that have medical surveillance of vaccination by the state this law still requires the health department to pilfer birth certificate records to start a registry file on every child born. So just the fact that you've given birth to a child, those records from Bureau of Vital Statistics are dumped into the registry to start your child's file, whether you want it or not. The concept of government surveillance and tracking vaccine records was marketed to the legislature originally as a childhood registry only. However, House Bill 213 has now expanded the registry into adult tracking for college students. The camel's nose is in the tent for tracking adults. The registry is already recording adult shots without authority or consent, as we've had nurses and other people who have access to the registry report to us. And this data should be deleted. It is not authorized by law to be in there. Healthcare practitioners should be required to obtain written informed consent to enter any record into the Florida SHOTS database, and the health department should not be allowed to just go into private physician patient records and take data. The definition of stealing is taking something that doesn't belong to you without permission. This law goes into effect on January 1st, 2021. We hope we can count on your support to get this law changed next session to turn the system into a true opt-in informed consent system where people who don't want to participate don't have to do anything to protect their records. The Florida Health Department has already proven that they cannot be trusted and are willing to go outside the bounds of the law to try and get everybody vaccinated whether they want to or not. The Florida SHOTS database, even before House Bill 213 was passed, gives examples on their website how HMOs will automatically update and upload the vaccine records. 
The SHOTS website prior to the passage of House Bill 213 talked about automatic uploads starting on July 1st. This is extra presumptuous and offensive because the law that allows for these uploads hadn't been passed yet when these screenshots were taken and permission to grab data automatically doesn't go into effect until 2021. So everything that's going on now with these automated uploads, it was happening before the law passed and the law doesn't go into effect until January, but yet notice that date, July 1st, 2019, all data uploads are going automatic in real time and being uploaded. They are outside the bounds of the law once again. We also caught the health department using the Florida SHOTS database to create a statewide religious exemption frequency map. This is what Maureen had talked about earlier. This was absolutely never authorized in statute. I spoke with an attorney, the same attorney, Amanda Bush, that Maureen talked to. We spoke to her independently. And I asked her to justify, to give us the law, the source for allowing for this type of tracking to occur. And she was not able to cite a single law or rule granting authority for them to do this. She said she would get back to me that it's been over a month and I'm still waiting. As a matter of fact, she claimed they weren't even doing it, which was just ridiculous. And I had to challenge her and tell her it's not true because I'm literally looking at your website with this data displayed already in map form, citing the Florida Shots database tracking system as the source. Even worse is the fact that the website claims that, get this date, all religious exemptions are registered in the Florida Shots database and have been since December 2011. So they have been doing this for more than eight years or close to eight years. These points underscore even more that the exemptions must absolutely be preserved and not withdrawn. Besides the fact that we have a state agency gone rogue operating outside the bounds of their authority and law, why else should you be concerned? Three points, hacking, tracking, and enforcement with home visits. Your data is not safe in this or most healthcare databases. Florida has been ranked fourth with the most data breaches in the last 10 years. Detailed personal information, including social security numbers, birthdays, and other sensitive private health information is stored in the tracking system and many entities to have access to this data providing multiple entry points that can exploit vulnerabilities. One is less likely to catch identity theft on children because there aren't the checks and balances of shutdown credit cards or denial of loans when your data has been exploited. Decades can go by before it is even discovered that your child's identity has been stolen. Where this could really hurt your child is it could affect critical insurance coverage as people engage with insurance fraud by taking your child's identity and using their information. And it could disrupt critical care in a time when your child needs it. Don't fall for the untrue claims by the health department that your data is safe when it is used in an aggregate unidentified format. Scientists have revealed that even if your data were anonymized, Scientists say you can still be identified, increasing concerns even more about hacking. Probably the most concerning application of the registry is that it is used to track, coerce, or force people to receive vaccines that they may not want to receive for religious, medical, or safety reasons. There was recently a pilot project in Duval County where the Florida Shots database was used to go door to door and get everybody there vaccinated, fully vaccinated.
We are so grateful that you tuned in with us tonight to learn about the key issues affecting your rights with regard to informed consent and medical privacy surrounding vaccination in the state of Florida. I would like to take this opportunity to highlight a handful of key take-home points. Please use this information and the information on our website to learn about your rights and to hold those accountable who misrepresent or omit accurate and complete information about delaying or declining vaccines or how a law change is needed to avoid tracking. This can involve, even if you see media that is inaccurate, take the time to use the information in here and send it to the media and ask for a correction. If a school has a sign that says no shots, no school, no kidding, get on them, talk to the Board of Education, talk to the principal, make them change it, show them the law, please speak up because not everybody is privy to this information. So we wanna make sure it gets out there. Please stay in touch with us and send us any pictures of information about any violations on this so that we can keep track of it and help expose it and get it corrected. Do not be fooled into signing that compelled speech with incriminating language vaccine exemption form when you are requesting copies of religious or medical exemption forms from your local health department. It's also critical, absolutely critical, that you make an appointment with your state representative and your state senator to express opposition to SB 64 and explain why it is important to your family to maintain both medical and religious exemptions. Share your personal stories of vaccine reactions, harassment, and discrimination for altering the vaccine schedule. Get to know your legislators and allow them to get to know you and your family. Building those relationships in this interim period is the most important thing you can do. Contact the sponsor of SB 64, Senator Lauren Book, and ask her to withdraw her bill. Ask her questions. What problem did she perceive that existed that necessitated her filing this? Maybe that can give you some insight and some information into how you can respond to her and assure her that this bill is not only unwanted, it is unnecessary. Please make sure you are registered with the NBIC Advocacy Portal so you can get updates about important legislative action needed in Florida and connect to Health Freedom Florida and National Vaccine Information Center Facebook accounts. One of the efforts that is going to be, we're gonna need you for is supporting legislation in 2020 to repeal House Bill 213, which expanded the otherwise already intrusive vaccine tracking system. We need to make this vaccine tracking system opt-in informed consent only, where the only way that a doctor can release data to the registry would be if they have obtained your permission to allow the data to be released. We cannot have the health department going into your private medical records and pilfering and stealing data without your consent. That's what opt-out is. Opt-out is assumed consent, and that's wrong, and it should be illegal. So let's make it so in 2020. We thank you for your time and joining us and hope that you find this information informative and empowering. Please share this presentation with your family and friends and as well. On behalf of the National Vaccine Information Center and Health Freedom Florida, thank you and good night. Before you take a risk, find out what it is. To learn more about vaccines, diseases, and the human right to informed consent, visit mvic.org, the website of the nonprofit charity, the National Vaccine Information Center. Since 1982, MVIC has worked to prevent vaccine injuries and deaths through public education. 
and to secure informed consent protections in U.S. vaccine policies and laws. Visit mvic.org and mvicadvocacy.org to get well-referenced vaccine information that you can trust and share with your family, friends, and members of your community. It's your health, your family, your choice.